My mum's podcast is recorded on Bear Pie Land. We pay respect to the elders past, present and emerging. Welcome to how to run a successful business and still have a life. I am simply Stacey Morgan. As a mum of three and owner of three successful businesses, I'm acutely aware of the juggling act that is parenthood and entrepreneurship. Join me for bite-sized business tips, served simply, without ambiguity, aimed at helping you boost your productivity and give you more time in life for the things that really matter. Each week we're talking motherhood, marriage and making it in business. Let's get started. Hello, welcome to How to Run a Successful Business and Still Have a Life. My name is Stacey Morgan and today's episode is brought to you by Thrive, our six-month mastermind program. We will be kicking off Thrive next year in April. We only do one intake a year. And if you want to make sure you are on the wait list so you are the first to hear about it when it doors open, then join our Thrive wait list right now. You can do that at simplystacymorgan.com. Today, we are answering your questions on the podcast, questions that have come through from the many stickers that I've posted out on Instagram, on my Insta story. And I have some doozies for you today. So we're going to um, get stuck straight into them. Thank you to those of you who jumped in. I'm not going to name you by name, but you know who you are. Um, And I really appreciate you jumping in and contributing. The first question is around social media. And the question is, the question says, I'm hopeless with social media. Where do I start if I know I'm not terribly good at turning up on social media? So I kind of think about um, social media and social media consistency in two different ways. So you want to make sure that on socials you are showing up at a consistent rate. And that can be once a week. That can be once a year. That could be once a month. But it can't be sporadic. You have to be deliberate about how often you're going to turn up on socials, no matter which channel that you choose to show up on. And that's a really good place to start. You know, so many of us think, you know, we have to be everywhere at once. But really just picking one or two channels to be on where you know your audience is, and that's the key to it. There's no use you jumping on TikTok if you know that none of your customers are going to be on TikTok. It's no use you being on Instagram if you know all of your customers are on Facebook. So figuring out where your target market is showing up where they are and then showing up consistently. And that consistency is really, really important. So you need to pick something that is manageable for you. You don't want to start by, you know, turning up every day and do it for four days and then realize that it's not sustainable and kind of get too tired and and too overwhelmed to do anything else. But think about that consistency. Now that might be Monday, Wednesday, Friday. It could be, you know, every weekend. It could be every day completely up to you and and how much you think you can manage. But I think about it in two different ways. So I have things that I schedule in terms of my social media and there's 400 different social media scheduling platforms out there, including um, Facebook itself. But you want to think about posts that you can schedule and then you want to think about sprinkling on top of that stuff that is happening in real time. So I have scheduled posts that go out most days and those are things that um, are either talking about things that I have coming up or talking about things that I know are relevant to my audience, but things that I can think about right now and batch all together before I send it out. Things like the highlights from my podcast, I'm not doing those in real time, I'm batching all of those at the same time. So sitting, setting some time aside in your calendar to sit down and to batch some content in terms of your socials, whether you do it for a week, whether you do it for a month, a fortnight, whatever suits you best, that's a really, really good place to start. And that will kind of make you 
you know, give you a break and enable you to sleep at night, knowing that stuff is scheduled and stuff's going to go out. So even if the worst case scenario happens, you get really busy at work, family life takes over, something goes on and you can't show up, there's still going to be stuff that is going to get out there on your socials. And then when it comes to the second part, which is the sprinkling of things that are happening in real time, that's when it's really great to jump in on stories, to be able to update on what's going on. Perhaps you hear a piece of trending audio that you would like to use, creating a reel from that. Those things can be done in real time and they don't need to take forever. I mean, it's so great that Instagram has updated its stories platform so that you can do minute stories at a time rather than just the 15 seconds. Oh, what a difference in my life that is making. Um, Not having to hit that captions button four times, right, for a minute's worth of content. But you want to sprinkle that stuff in between. And that is the stuff that is, um, you know, behind the scenes in your business, behind the scenes in your world, what's going on in your life. And it doesn't have to be fancy. It doesn't have to be curated. It's not going to sit on your feed for a long time. People are going to see it and then it's going to disappear. That is the kind of stuff that you can sprinkle in and sprinkle around. And if you get to it some days, you get to it. And if you don't get to it other days, that's okay. But if you are feeling like you are hopeless, as you've worded in your question, you're hopeless at social media, firstly, if you're trying, I don't think you're hopeless. There is no right or wrong way of doing things. As long as you're showing up, then you're doing good. So first of all, cut yourself some slack, show yourself a little bit of grace and and know that you're doing the very best you can with the tools that you have um, at your disposal. And so I encourage you to, you know, just know that whatever you're turning up and sharing is going to be valuable to somebody. And there are people who are going to be your audience who are going to resonate with whatever it is that you're doing. And if you're just doing brand awareness, so you're not particularly selling anything, you're not you know, giving a really strong call to action, you're not really thinking about your messaging, as long as you're showing up as your brand and you're creating some brand awareness, that's okay, especially as a place to start. So I think the most important takeaway is to block out some time to schedule and to just know that just turning up is enough. I hope that that helps. My second, the second question that I'm going to talk about today is in terms of um, difficult conversations and a team member. I've got a difficult conversation coming up with a team member and I don't know how to approach it. What do I do? So this is as a leader, as a manager in an organization, if you have people that are working for you, if you've done you know, the hard work of delegating work to somebody else and then you have to manage that person as part of your team and as part of your role, there's always going to be moments for difficult conversations. But the moment that you uh, start thinking about it and talking about it as a difficult conversation is the moment that it's going to become a difficult conversation. We have conversations all the time. Some of them are difficult. Some of them that, that, you know, we know they're coming and some of them kind of just pop out of nowhere. But if you start really from a place of fear and thinking about this, oh, this is going to, oh gosh, this is going to be one of those big conversations, then, you know, you're already kind of setting yourself up to to be um, starting from a place of fear. And that's never a good place to start a conversation from. So I encourage you to think about, the conversation that you're going to go into, and and I totally encourage you to step up to it. Do not step away and think, okay, I'll just let this one go and then I'll, you know, I'll get them on next time around. No, 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 no. As a manager, it's important to be clear. Renee Brown always says it's, you know, um, to be unclear is to be unkind. We want to be kind to the people that are working with us. We want to give them clear um, and efficient feedback. So don't avoid the conversation, but also don't go into it going, this is going to be a difficult conversation. Go into the conversation with some curiosity. 
sit down with the person and ask them how they're doing. Ask some curious questions. State some things, state some observations that you have seen and then be curious. So here's an example. Um, I noticed that last week um, you left at four o'clock instead of five o'clock as was scheduled. Is everything okay? I'm just wondering if something happened. By being curious, you're giving the person the opportunity to, to speak their side. You're also not coming at, from a, at it from an attacking point of view, even though perhaps in the moment when something happens, you probably, you know, can get yourself into a frenzy and you want to just jump in and attack everybody. But you give yourself that little bit of breathing space. You give them a little bit of breathing space and then you come from a, a point of curiosity. And if they don't give you an answer that, that, you know, answers your question, then you can always say, say more. Or you can always say, can you elaborate on that? You don't necessarily need to go into these conversations all guns blazing, but I think sometimes we feel like we need to. We feel like we need to be assertive. We need to be the leader. We need to, you know, come on in and have the conversation. Coming from a point of curiosity in those moments where you have difficult conversations takes the pressure off, takes the the, the, the pace and the speed just down a little bit, and it just gives you some time to settle in. It also helps you to have a real authentic conversation and to build relationship, which is of course what we want to do with people who are working with us, people who are, you know, part of our team and part of the family that we're growing as part of our organization. So when it comes to the time for those conversations to pop up, I encourage you go in with curiosity. The fabulous Jane Gretsch from Dance Studio Success. And if you don't follow Jane and and you're a leader and a manager, then you want to, whether you're in the dance business or not, she's at Dance Studio Success on Instagram. She talks a lot about um, asking the question, what's stopping you? So I noticed that you left at four o'clock on Friday. What was stopping you from staying till five o'clock as as you were scheduled? And that again just opens up that opportunity to you're you're stating that you know the behaviour was not what was expected, but you're also giving them the opportunity to be able to to step back to you and to say, this is what's going on. And in that moment, you know between stimulus and response you have the opportunity to to build relationship and to build connection with those people and to set your boundaries because as leaders and managers those boundaries are so incredibly important we have expectations for our team as to what we need them to do and what we're paying them to do in our organization and it's really important that we stay really clear and true to those boundaries at all times so whether you're doing social media whether you're leading and managing a team no matter what you're up to in this crazy world of business i do hope that you're spending some time you know, looking after yourself and working on yourself because whether it comes to, you know, scheduling your social media or jumping in and having a difficult conversation, these things are always easier when we feel at our best. And the way we get to feel at our best is if we're making time for ourselves and making time um, to really look after ourselves. And in the last little while, I can tell you quite honestly, I haven't been doing that a lot and I've just been struck down this last weekend with a hideous cold, cough, snow, runny nose thing that really, really um, took me out for a couple of days. I was in bed and, and couldn't get out. And thinking back and reflecting in those moments where I'm binge watching rubbish on TV, I'm thinking to myself, yes, this I should have seen this coming because I wasn't taking the time I needed for myself. So I encourage you, don't wait until you are flat on your back like I was to be able to put some of those things into practice 
find something, just one thing, one little thing today, then you can pick up and put into your your daily practice that is going to help you look after yourself. Because when we are our best selves, we are then able to show up the best for our team. We are able to show up on social media as our best and we are able to um, build and grow our businesses. I appreciate you listening. Thank you so much for being here. If you want to join the Thrive Mastermind list, of course, today's episode was brought to you by Thrive, our fabulous six-month mastermind program. I've just finished um, and done graduation with our wonderful graduates from 2022. If you'd like to join us in 2023, you can join the wait list right now at simplystacymorgan.com. I so appreciate you listening. Over the next couple of weeks, we're going to be talking to some people who have been working one-on-one with me over the past couple of years. Um, taking that next step, doing that investing, looking after themselves in a really different way when it comes to professional development in your business. You know, your business is only ever going to grow as much as you grow personally. So we're going to be talking to some people who have been growing themselves personally over the last little while and to find out their biggest takeaways. And I really hope you can join us because it's going to be lots of fun. I'll talk to you next week. How to Run a Successful Business and Still Have a Life is a Morgan Media original produced for the Morgan Media Network. Work with me one-on-one or in one of my many group coaching programs. It is possible to run a successful business and still have a life. You can find out more at simplystacymorgan.com. You've been listening to another Morgan Media production. 